his father, Rabbi Moshe Yanki, Rabbi Mordechadoi, who was a very better friend of the Mishpoch. It is. 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 You need a chumash, yes, because we're going to touch on certain machines of the chumash. So be so kind. We're doing something in Bereshis, and then we're going on to Noyach. And the Rogich, I'm not, I haven't really investigated much of what the, the other Mephorshim say on this section of Bereshis, because it was like, it was like a second thought, uh, but nevertheless, I'm going to start with it. In Bereshis, we find as follows. I really didn't want to discuss too talk too much about the Chegget Sadas because it never ends. And everybody has everything to say on it. But nevertheless, just something novel of the Rogachover. And here we go. Kate Samachoshe, the will ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, uh, in Gimel Vov, Parsha Gimel Posig Vov, Parsha Gimel Posig Vov, the Posig says, now, excuse me, first we mustn't forget that HaKadosh Baruch who tells other Marishan, correct? Which the, the, the Lashonis, the, the terminology of the Torah is there, seems to be like identical more or less to what it says further on. And it says here as follows, Hashem says to, uh, uh, Hashem says to other Marishan, Parsha Beis, It says, uh, it says in Posuk Tess, Right? So the trees are Nechmod Lemare, Tev Lemachol, and then there's the Eitzadas, which is also Tev Okay, Hashem goes on to say to Adam Arishon, Hashem Elokim, Sorry, where, where is it? Etzav Hashem, Posik Tezayin, Hashem says, Etzav Hashem Elokim, Ava Odom Leimer, Mekel Etzagon, Achil Techel, Me Etzadas, Toi Varol, Lo Itachal, Tochal Mimenu, Kebiyem Achol Chamimenu, Mois Tomos. Okay. We go to, uh, in the Stone Edition, page 14. V'anoch Hashem Yorum, And he says, Avki Yomar Elokim, Le Seichlu, Mekel Etzagon, Okay, and she said, yeah. Yeah, seems to identify to the first descriptions of the Pesukim as we mentioned. Uh, originally, but it's not really relevant. The Rogi Chava doesn't highlight it, but I, I just noticed it. So to speak, in Pasuk 12, in uh, page 12, Pasuk Tes, right? Okay. After he eats, it says, They open up their eyes. And then they realize that they are a, a room. Okay. The, yeah, the shoe is dedicated. I to just you. heard. That's why. I okay. 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 We can dedicate Thursdays also. Mr. Shah. Okay. Every, 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 
Okay. The Rogat Shavar says as follows. It says in Medrash, they're still looking for the Medrash. The Medrash doesn't seem to be found. I didn't search for it, but there's such a Medrash. It's easy to find today, we know, right? You Google, or you uh, Barilan, etc. But there's a Medrash. He saw a Medrash, or maybe he saw a Medrash and analyzed the Medrash that way. Okay? But it says in the Medrash that Adam Harishain Achzoi Bulmus. The Mishnah says in Misichte Yuma Yoimo, Daf Peigimolamadalaf. That's the halachas of Yom Kippur. Misha Achzoi Bulmus. One who unfortunately has a disease, and it's a deadly disease, and the disease is caused due to hunger. One is extremely hungry. I'm a nut. It affects his eyesight. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming to it. Yeah, I want to tell you something. I prepared. <laughs> it doesn't mean to say that you can't fill me in and, and, and sharpen me up and, and crystallize. 100% so, 100% so. Yeah. But the Yisoyda, yeah. Good, and everybody's welcome. And that's the whole idea of the shir, that there should be participation. Like I told the Yichavas that when someone has a query, doesn't understand the Rogachover, I'm with him. I don't either. We're all attempting to understand him. Good. They said that. I'll call upon him. Misha Arzeb Bulmus. Yeah, good. Whoever, unfortunately, so this deadly disease, if it attacks him, due to the extreme hunger he has, and this affects him, it's deadly. And it also affects his eyesight. In other words, the, 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 the external uh, it exp- it, it, the symptoms are that his eyesight is weakened and he doesn't see well. Okay? So the Gemara, you can even give him dvorim ho'asurim, things which are mamash chaza, right? Dvorim tmeim. Dvorim asurim, things which are prohibited to be consumed. In other words, uh, yeah. Until his eyesight is returned. Once his eyesight is returned, that shows that he is already, is, he's safe. Yeah, he's out of danger. He's out of danger. Okay, and the Mephorshim, the, the Rishonim, explain that this din is unique and it's different to all the other uh, uh, halachas where someone is in a, in a dangerous situation where he has to be fed, for instance, uh, uh, on Yom Kippur and the like, because generally speaking, when it comes to someone who is hungry and they're in danger, I mean, and they're in a, such a dangerous situation, and by giving them food, they will be uh, recuperated, like Yom Kippur and some, etc., the fasting. But if it's not the sickness of bulmus, so then you have to wait till so you get him kosher food, etc., etc., whatever, depending on the situation. When it comes to bulmus, the immediacy, in other words, it's, to do it immediately is important. And therefore, we don't think twice, uh, kosher, non-kosher, we give him the non-kosher, whatever is readily available, etc. Okay, good. And other it's unique in Yonim, unfortunate, in Yonim mentioned in relation to the sickness. Take out your standard chas, you'll find it. Okay, in the before now, says the rocket shover going, Isabel Medrish, that the other Mauritian, Ogzoi Bulmus, other Mauritian was struck with this sickness. When, when are we talking about? When are we talking about? When he was placed in the Gan Eden, and Hashem says to him, There are many different things you can consume of, and from the Eitz Adas you aren't, right? 
Ochzoibulmus. Now, Ochzoibulmus seemingly was for that tree. Olavdafka for that tree. Ochzoibulmus. It could very well be, I mean, the Rogatrova doesn't say it, but it could be. Imagine if Akkadosh Baruch says you can eat from all the trees, right? But this tree you can't eat from. So I would think, ah, yeah, this tree you can't eat from. It must be something unique about this tree, right? So therefore, so the hunger is aroused. And therefore, he wants Dafka this tree. The Rogatrova doesn't say that, and I haven't seen the Medrash. But whatever the case is, it's very clear from the Rogatrova introducing the Medrash that when Adomarishan is placed in Ganeiden, Akkadosh Baruch who commands and don't eat from the Eitz he was in a situation of mamish. It was a severe, dangerous situation for his life. Of Zebulmus. Guess what? So therefore, to save his life, he was in danger, right? In, 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 right? in danger. To save his life, Chava had to save his life. Chava was there immediately. They called that Sola. So Chava was there. Right? And Chava had to give him something to eat. Now, what, are the, what is the cure for all the bones? There's a procedure, says the Gemara. The Gemara says as follows. The Gemara says, number one, you should give someone sweet foods. Sweet foods. If you give him sweet foods, his eyesight will be returned. And the Gemara brings a posuk where it's alluded in the posuk. It's not a clear, direct uh, proof because the Gemara says that case is not the case where the fellow had this deadly disease. But nevertheless, it seems from the posuk, it's alluded in the posuk that if, when eat, one uses, consumes honey, it, 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 it crystallizes his eyesight. His eyesight is returned from David, Shoal, Yonis, etc., whatever the case, a posuk. Okay, and then the Gemara says, Amar Abayi. Abayi says, no, it's not good enough. And all sweet foods, the Gemara says. Honey and sweet foods. Then the Gemara says, Abayi says, but you know, if you're going to first initially give him sweet foods and honey, that's only going to entice him. It's going to even intensify the hunger. So don't you dare give him the sweet foods first. You first have to give him normal food. Give him food and... Uh, the Gemara brings proof from Apostle that the food, it's important to first, you know, like far bison. You want to say lechaim, yeah, you have to have for far bison that the, 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 the lechaim shouldn't affect you, it should, it should affect you correctly, right? should do the right thing with it. So the same goes for the honey and the, the sweetness, the, for the sweetness to do the right thing and to affect him the right way. So therefore he has to have good far bison. So the Gemara says you give him food and there's Apostle which the Gemara introduces that you give him food. Now by a highlight you give him to eat. You give him food, normal food. But the Pesach also says that they gave him food, they gave him drink, all right? and thereafter it says that they gave him the sweet foods. Finish. Gemara, that's in Pei Gimel, Amut Beis, in the Sikh Yuma. Interestingly, the Gemara goes on to say, which the Lord Trevor going also brings this, the Gemara goes on to say uh, that there was, a, I think it says, it's Rab Yosef, or Rab Yosef, Ochzoi Bulmus, says the Gemara, he ran, to the eastern side of the, of the fig tree. And he took a fig off the tree and that saved his life. His eyesight returned to him. Because the figs are sweet. And after it says, In other words, the sweetness is affected by the sun. So because on the eastern side of the fig tree, the sun bakes. So therefore, it brought the... It established that those, those figs were sweet, therefore... So many different cases you'll find that. That's the sequence of the Gemara. That's basically what the Gemara says. Says the Rogachover. Let's go back to other Mauritians. Chava saved his life. What'd she give him? She gave him from the Eitzadas. Let's read the Pesach. Let's read the Pesach. 
What's the story with the Etzadas? It says, Vatera Hoisha, take, let's say, a parsha, Gimel, Posuk, Vok. Vatera Hoisha, the woman saw, Kitoiv Ho Eitz, Lemaacho. The Eitz is good to consume. Food. Food. Vichisavahu lo enayim. Tava. That's right. The Tava means something in addition, something like a confectionery, right? Yeah? Supplementary. Supplementary. And it's good lo enayim. Good lo enayim. Hmm. Ah, guess what? Gemara says, how do you know if his eyesight has returned? And the Mepharshim explained what he means. How do you know? You'll ask him, does he see or doesn't see? Says the Gemara, it's, so the Rishonim says, speaking in, in, if it's pitch dark, it's mamish dark, and there's no way you can differentiate if his eyesight returned, he sees nothing. Says the Gemara, ah, if he's mafchim ben toiv if he's able to do this, make a distinction, a differentiate between what is good tasting and what is bad tasting, but between good and bad. And because the fact is that this, this, this deadly disease affects all his senses, not just his eyesight mainly, even the Gemara says, the Mishnah says it affects his eyesight mainly, but it affects all his senses. So therefore, if he's able to detect, right, that what's tasting, what's good tasting, and bad tasting, what's off and what's good, so then you know that he's all right and his eyesight has returned. Yeah, fair, good. So that's, uh, let's go back to that postage again. Yeah, good. V'nechmado eitz, lahaskil, lahaskil. Yeah, good. V'atikach mi pirioi. Yeah. Good, good. is good. Thank you. But Adank, we I just agreed that Adank, thank you. Just by the way, you will also uh, uh, see that in the Targumim, they say when it says in the Posik that it's good for the eyes, either before or later, but I, I mentioned the earlier Posik or this Posik, the Targumim say that it's good for blindness. Something like that. So it, it, it crystallizes. In other words, it, it makes the eyesight it, uh, yeah, sharper. Okay. Then it says, Vatiten gamle The Targum Yerushalmi and Targum Yerunasi. You'll find it there. I saw it about an hour ago. It's there. Vatiten gamle Yeah? So he's eat. He eats. Right? He eats. Right? Vatipokachno ene shneyem. Ene shneyem. They're all seeing well. Vayedu right? They realize they are a room. That means they are mafchim, right? So basically he says, right? And the cure is to give him food and to give him sweet. And then it will, it will, your eyesight will, the eyesight will return and then he will be mafchim ben toiv That's exactly why the Pasuk highlights all of this. That what? Number one, it's toiv it's good le'einayim. It's nechmad lahaskil, right? You get it? That's ben toivl orai. You're mafkin ben toivl orai. You're able to make a distinction, differentiate between what is good or bad. And vatipokach ne'eni shneim. There, that's a type of le'einayim. Tava is also that the sweetness, right? It's tava. It's sweet. It's tasty. It's good, so right? Why, it's geschmack. And why is he eating in that case? She had to entice him. There was no way to get him. To now listen. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. I, I'm, I'm dealing with what the Rogot Shover says. I'm telling you what the Rogot Shover says, right? Rogot Shover says, it says in the Vedish, finish him. And therefore, it describes what she sees. sees it says what she sees. Yeah. Then she gives him, and it says that it affects her and him. It said, it said she gives her husband. We're talking about then she gives her husband. And what, well, how does it affect her husband? It affects her husband and her too. But the Icarus, we're talking about him now. 
So exactly why it's also telling us about her, I don't know according to the Rabbi Chavah. Maybe she could have I don't know. I can't help you. I can't help you. I'm telling you again. But the Nikudas Advarim is, why does the Torah have to bring all these descriptions about the eights? That's what the Rogachover is disturbed, right? Why all these descriptions? And it seems that they're Bediuk. And it says after the eight, all of these things occur. What does the Torah have to tell us this? So basically, the Rogachover sheet is in general that what? That the halacha is reflected in the Pasuk. And here we find how the halacha of the Mishnah, and the Gemara, is reflected in the Pasuk and alluded in the Pasuk. And listen. Hert und Stoint im Sechter Sanhedrin. Go ahead, you want to say something? I want to say something. You're not very happy about it. I'm not either. No, no, Thank no, no, you. No. You know what? Like I said to the other fellow, me and you will try to toil no, to figure out what it also say about Chava. I'll be honest with you, when I was learning it, it bothered me also. But also, even the most. But I'm not trying to minimize in your no, no, aura. No, no, I'm just saying also there's no reason for the Nachash here. If it's Bumas, then you don't need Nachash at all. He, he was in the Nachash, no, no, no. We'll get there. Well, we're getting there. You have even a better kasha. There's eyes in the kasha. Also, a bulmus, it's a conus nefashes. So the Mishnah says, you give him a filudvorim tmeim. So this is a dover tome. A kodesh baruch who says, don't eat from the itzadas. Right? Now I'm asking, what is it in the shnar? I mean, the rugged shover is a rugged shover. No. And that's why he brings the Mishnah. So he wants to explain what the Medrash wants to convey. And that's why So therefore, Chava is feeding him, even though I call this Baruch. And basically, I want to tell you something. With this, he reconciles, really, the Shaila Ayuma, the, the murder of the Shaila. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yitzir Kaapov Shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu HaKadosh Baruch Hu formed him like we learned on Shabbos Baruch Hu, right? That's why it says Yitzir Kaapov Shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu because HaKadosh Baruch Hu placed the Kaapov in his palm that, that amount of in his palm, right? That palm which from that the Shittim became, right? That palm so the, 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 the Shiori Korban says that's why Adam Rishon is called not just Yitzir Shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yitzir Kaapov because that's all he was formed from, from that amount of dust in a cup of Shalakodesh Boruch, okay? So it's here, cup of Shalakodesh Boruch, should, and immediately, right, within the hours as he sins, so there's a reconciliation to some degree for that, right? That the Ozei Bulmas, Akonis Nefashis, Akonis Nefashis he was allowed to. Well, no, we didn't finish. With this he explains a Tairazach, in the Sechta Sanhedrin, he says a Givaldikazach, Tairazach, it's like simple olive base. The Gemara says in Daf Ayin Omid Beis, Daf Ayin Omid Olaf and Daf Ayin Omid Beis, there are three opinions. What was the Eitzadas? What type of tree was it? Fig tree. What was it? What says fig tree? <coughs> Who else says it? Rashi. So the first opinion of Gemara is Gethen. It was a vine. Pardon? So that's correct. Oh, the story of Riesi. Yosef, Yosef. Bal, Bal, yeah, correct. Yeah, Tainer. That's correct. It's, it coincides. One minute, but here we do. The Gemara, the second opinion is Chita Right? And the Gemara substantiates it. It was a stalk of wheat. A third opinion is Te'ena And Rashi brings that opinion. Yeah? Rashi brings that opinion. And Rashi says that's why it says in the Torah, Vayisquiru alei Te'ena. Therefore they covered after they sinned. They used the, the leaves of the Te'ena, etc. Says the Rogachover going, aha. Now he learns that we don't have to say they're arguing. It follows very well. Oh, the boomers, right? So we have to give, what did the Gemara say in the Sechto Yuma Pegimel Amit Beis? To give normal food first. And we saw from the posse, you also have to give them something to drink, right? Not just food, but drink, the posse says. And then we give them the sweet. Ah, that's exactly what the chet, the is made up of. It was 
Wine, you make wine from that. That's so good drink. Chita, chita, chita is food. You make bread of chita, right? That's normal food. That's good enough. Excuse me, you have a problem with the Gemara. No, 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 Mazamanut. The Gemara says chita. The Gemara says it's chita. That's an opinion of the Gemara. And the Gemara says, so it has nothing to do with the rugged travel. The Gemara says the eight sadas was chita. It was a stalk of wheat. Stalk. True, I don't know, fine. I'm going to use it makes no difference because it says eight. Said, said, said. But there's an opinion of the Gemara. It's chita. But it's good. for us, I'm trying to explain. He's, she's giving him the eight sadas. So the eight sadas is one opinion. It's wine, wine. What the drink? One opinion is chita. It's bread, food, normal food. And the, set, the last opinion is teina, the sweet. The Gemara says before us, like you said, Rabbi Yehi says, "We set the humor." The Gemara of the base. Three opinions according to the Rabbi Chover. Don't you understand yeah. what the Rogachover is doing for us? I, I understand, you have to understand that we don't understand the Rogachover. The Rogachover is, is from Himmel, is in Himmel, right? And we're down here. No, 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 so the Rogachover, no, 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 I'm not either. I'm just saying I'm amazed, and therefore we're all meant to be amazed, and sometimes bamboozles us when he does these things. But this is his take. He has, he has a posuk and he sees additional expressions and descriptions of Chumash. And we know the Torah doesn't just say descriptions. Yeah. Every Oizvikoitz is important. And, and here you see the Gemara in length has a lengthy exposition and description of what the Etadas is. Right? And then he finds a Medrash somewhere. So everything seems to be reconciled if you know the Mishnah in Yuma. You know the Gemara in Yuma and you remember it. And you know the Gemara in Sanhed and Samach, Ayin Amad Beis, etc., etc., etc. And this is not waitles. And then, etc. And here we go. This can't get better. There's only one of those where he wasn't all through. Tatazis, I said. How do you know? Right. You don't know. We don't, by the way, by the way, this is a regular... You know, we don't need no rugged trouble for this, but this goes throughout the Shas. Even where it seems that there are arguments, right? The, the differences of opinion we find in many Mephorship, before the rugged Chover and after the rugged Chover, that they go out of their way to reconcile that the, the like plague. In other words, they agree to each other and they don't, but each one highlights the other, so to speak. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, in this case, I don't know if he can say it or not. Basically, just appreciate what he says. Now, he doesn't attach this, everything remains a bit abstract whenever the rugged Chover says it. That's the beauty of it. So therefore, you have to imagine things. You get it? So if Imamish means that all the three, one agrees to each other or not, he just brings it to your attention, he throws it at you and he says, listen, I just brought you a Gemara who says you have to eat. I brought you another, the same Gemara who says you have to drink. I brought you another Gemara who says you have to eat sweet. And look, it's a, a, a phenomenal thing. I'll show you in the Eitzatas, there's an opinion who says it was eating, it was drinking, and it was sweet. So look at that, isn't it Givaldic? How do you treat it? How do you attach it to it? Everybody touches the rice for himself. Some will understand it better, some it remains abstract, but we go on. Good, that's his take. And by now, the doctor, you should know, you should, you should be quite happy with whatever the Rebbe says. I'm never happy, but that's the idea. He doesn't want a person to remain happy. He wants a person to go away feeling that it always remains something abstract. And what is the, what is the measure? Like I said some other way, that you always know when you learn Torah, sometimes, yeah, you finish learning, you feel satisfied. And like the Levush says, it's a Birch HaSananin, Meklaptach of the Plate, Mezak Sisa Bnei Meyai, I was Mechadosh Chedusha Torah, and I feel very good about it. When you learn the Rabbi Chavez Torah, Baruch Hashem, I mean, basically, what, that's the gist of it. You can't forget that it's the Torah of the Noisim HaTorah. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah. And because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is infinite, so there's a certain amount, even HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us Torah, and He wants us to toil and understand, and horror and work, and etc., etc. So we do our utmost. But we always have to come to a point where we realize there's something above and beyond our understanding. And Baruch Hashem, the Rabbi Trevor's Torah remains that way most of the time. Thank God. <laughs> so that's good. That's the beauty of it. So and I have a feeling, I have a feeling, and that's my gut feeling, but I don't want to God forbid say negative things, that a lot of you 
Eden, even Gedoni Yisrael didn't learn his Torah because that's what irked them. Everything they learned of the Rabbi even after working out what he said, it always remained something that was nish, nishvashtam. And no, they, they lacked a certain appreciation, right? Because Hashem is showing Masam Chaylev. Torah has to be Masamech you. And if you learn, like you're not allowed to learn Pilpal on Shabbos, because it's Mitzahar, the person, right? You have to be satisfied when you learn. And if you're learning Torah, and it, there's a certain dissatisfaction, right? So why bother with it? But that's Vildar of each other. Vildar of each other. Und er will mutschen, nicht mutschen. Und noch neues mutschen sich ist das Pschuh. So even if it remains to some degree abstract, but up to that point it's gewaltig. And like I say, then he leaves it to your imagination, to our imagination, and whatever. We're going on. And here he asks, Eisen Akasha, says the Roger Chover. Wem kein hoi misuken, fragt der Roger Chover. If so, he's misuken. If he's misuken, what's going on there? Why are we saying there's a chetje tzadahs? He was misogyn. What were you saying? Sorry, yes, did he yeah. do the three things or did he go straight to the fig? In the Gemara it says he took the fig. So you have to see how it fits with what Abayi said. But that says Gemara. You have to look at the Gemara. You on the base. See how it fits with what Abayi said. What did he say? The mention wasn't well. A medrash. Yeah. They're looking for the medrash. And the Rav Shav didn't make it up. Okay. So yeah. you so he was misuk, it's not good. So why is there a whole tumult? The dirt is chetet sadas. Oh, guess what he says? Oh, oh, it's yet this finster and bitter. Guess what he says? I'm going to read his words. Ach, mikol mokoyim al yedei ma orzeg bumas. What caused him that he should be in this, in this, in this, uh, in this state, in this situation, right? In this. What caused him to have this deadly illness of bones? Where does it come from? Hunger, right? When one is extremely hungry, it can cause this sickness of bones, right? That's it, he's finished. In other words, as follows. If naturally, yeah, humanly, right? Naturally, right? A person, unfortunately, it falls into such, uh, is in a state of hunger, right? Right, naturally, right? It's, it, it comes upon him naturally, right? It's it, in a disturbing way, in an extreme way, and that can affect him to the degree that of Zebulus. But there are times and cases where, says the Rogachover, and like he, the Rogachover says here, the Ogzebulus here, he fell into this state, to the state, this deadly sickness attacked him because he brought it upon himself. He incited the Yetzir Hora upon himself. In other words, he saw food items and the Yetzir Hora is garnished eingefallen to tell him and incite him to eat it. But him, by concentrating on it and looking at it, he aroused himself and incited the Yetzir Hora that the Yetzir Hora should entice him to go for it. And he couldn't. And he couldn't. So even though he was an onus, right? And the din is, if you're an onus, in other words, if it's, a, it's an, uh, an unfortunate mishap, right? Which you cannot control. The din is your pot, right? Like in norm, all the halachas of Torah, onus rachmona patre, right? If you're an onus. This relates to halachas of dine momenus. This relates to the halachas of isabaheta. This relates to halachas of, of, of aroyos, etc., etc. If you're forced into something and it's beyond your control and you had no control in it, right? And it wasn't dependent on you. So you're exempt. 
So here too, he should have been exempt. Also, boomers, he was on a matzah of Sakona. But it here says the Rogachim, here comes the difference. If the reason you come to the matzah of Sakona is because they're natural causes, right? It wasn't that you brought it upon yourself. So you're an onus, right? Throughout. So when you end up being in this situation, in a situation of danger, so the danger allows you to um, permit it. But if you were the initial instigator and you enticed the Yetzer, uh, you incited your Yetzer to entice you to go for it, and that's what built up the hunger in you, so that's why what? And then you end up being hungry and getting, being in a dangerous situation, so you want to be potter? That's called Chiloso And the halacha is Chiloso If you in the initially are negligent, right? Even though you end up falling into a situation of onus, you are still chayiv. And he gives us examples. I'll just mention two of them, the two main, main ones. One example is, the Gemara says, he brings the Gemara, says, Megara lo he brings the Gemara, and he did after Gemara, like a Gemara. The Gemara says, if someone arouses himself for whatever, right? Right? So this arousal is a negative thing. Listen. Says the Gemara, if one causes within himself arousal for certain negative things, listen, says the Gemara is excommunicated, which is interesting here, by the way. He was sent out of Ganeden, right? Excommunication. The Rogachov doesn't highlight that. Says the Gemara, what does the Gemara say? He's excommunicated. What did the Gemara just say? He's prohibited to cause, arouse yourself for negative things, right? Says the Gemara, because he was Megarayet Yitzroyolov. This is the worst kind of sin. Someone sins, right? Etc. So he sings and he arouses, right? Because one is aroused, he has a Yetzer horror, and that can arouse him. But what happens? Nothing really triggers him. But you don't know how to control your eyes. You don't know how to control your head. You don't have self-discipline. You go to Hefkermensch, yeah? And you're arousing yourself. You entice your own Yetzer. You incite your Yetzer to entice you. Says the Gemara, oh boy, he's the worst. So that's why it's not just prohibited, he has also his chayv nidu, he says, the Gemara and Toysbis. Okay? So basically, the Gemara first introduces that Gemara. Then he goes on to bring the other Gemara. So this is the case of Megara Yitzroy Olov, which Derach Agav, as we once mentioned, but it's a novel Pirush, shot, and the Rebbe was, maybe more than once, but I remember it from the Rebbe's Fabrengen, and then thereafter I looked to see if anyone like, says it, and I think the Rebbe said, whoever says it, says it. But the Rebbe said, Kiyodua, we just, we're coming from Yom Kippur, right? So we say many alchets, alchet of all the different sins, the confessions for the different sins, we specify the sins. Then all of a sudden, out of the blue, one of them says, alchet shechotonu lefanech of the yetzer hara. What's going on? Every of the sins are due to the yetzer hara, right? The yetzer hara entices us to do the sins, right? The, why then are we, are, are we still have to confess? Because we have Pechira, and we have a Yetzer Toiv, and we can have self-discipline, and there's a Moyach Shalat Alalev, like the Alter Rebbe speaks about in Tanya, etc., etc., so even though the Yetzer Hora, so when it comes to all the sins, this confession. So every sin is due to the Yetzer Hora, right? You want to ask something before? And I knocked you off. Okay, excuse me. Yeah, no, 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 one minute. Let me just, I just want to wrap up this verse, and then you'll ask, pardon? Okay, L'chaim. I'm still on this. So what's the Al-Khajib of the Rabbi Yankiv Emden. In Sidr Yavitz, by the way, the Yavitz Davin Dusakashkana, so it's Lavdafka Khsidish Sidr. In other words, it's a it's a universal Sidr. And also, yeah, it was wasn't he was a Makubal. He was before Khsidim. 
I don't think he writes nice things about Chassidim, by the way, in one of his Chiburim. But that's, he was before Chassidim, but he had his own problems with Rabbi Nesnefshitz and the rest. But it makes a difference, he was a big makubal and a, a, a murder going, etc. It's irrelevant, the pshat. Anyway, he has an autobiography, which, forget it, I don't you know how to say it. <laughs> in a Sefer, anyway, did you ever read Megillah Sefer? His autobiography. Maybe then you'll appreciate his peerage and I'll get you to tell him the phone. Okay. But I'm a big fan of the Yavitz, because it's Pirushim and Nifla, and I learned of Xeder. And uh, yeah, and as well as I'm a meditator, I'm a fan of Eden. I'm a fan of Eden. I'm a fan of Eden. Let me ask you this. Oh, here we go. You see, it's my fault. No, no, no. Let me, let me ask you this. One. I enticed him. What happened to Yetzirah and the other person if he wasn't Machum with Tevorah? Okay. He ended up being Machum with Tevorah. The Rebbe said the Yetzirah enclosed itself in the Nochosh. That's where it says somewhere. I mean, I didn't do any investigation on it, but the Rebbe says the Rebbe says the Yetzirah was enclosed in the Nochosh. As I brought look at the Sikhs, I remember from a thousand years ago. But Vaiter Reisich, you can work it out. Let's move. Did the Rugged Chover imply... doesn't talk about the Yetzirah. He just says the Yetzirah... Did the Rugged Chover imply that it was Adam and Rishon's desiring after the tree, or was it the fact that he didn't listen to Hashem's first commandment to eat from all the other trees? No, 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 we're talking about this tree. Talking about Chava feeding him this tree. He doesn't say what, now what caused the hunger, he doesn't explain why. He just says he, he incited his Yetzir Hora. So I understand it could be because of this tree, that tree, whatever. I originally said, maybe because Hashem said, don't eat this one. So that's, he, he himself incited the Yetzir Hora to get him after that tree. He to eat the others, and he didn't do Okay, that anyway, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't go into specifics, no. as the Rabbi Chavar generally doesn't, etc. Let's move. Deeker. And so the Yavit says, We're talking about such a virus. So the Rebbe, the Rebbe once said, there's such such sins the Yetzirah chaptzich nish of them, right? He's a he's a woman b'machtoi, right? Nevertheless, a chaptzich nish of them. No, the chacham that al chet was clapped al chet shekatol over the Yetzirah chaptzich of them. It's clear for the Yetzirah. Now, but in the words, that's what the Rebbe once said. As al chaveres was the Yetzirah chaptzich nish of them. But al kolponim in the Yavetz it says basically this word clearly he brings the Gemara and Nida. We he incites talking about a yid who incites a person who incites his own Yetzirah. And therefore, by that, he has the Yetzirah enticing him to do it. So he ends up falling into his clutches in a much deeper way. Because, so to speak, he invites him in as though he would have let him go. Here, he gets him in rage and agitates him. And once he agitates him, he goes and gets him. And wow, he's finished. So that's what the pshat is. I don't know the sequence of the Al-Chetz. It's like someone asked me during Yom Kippur. He says, is Pakana water? Is it to the Al-Chetz? I mean, were they all introduced at the same period of time? And maybe as the generations came, additional sins were added. And that's why. We have that order, etc. It's not a joke because there must be some Hezbollah. Because the Al Khechak Adal of Nechabiyatar also comes in the Mittendrinim. It should have been either at the beginning, at the end, but it's pumped up some Mittendort. So you never know. It could be, unfortunately, as the ages, you know, you read this Adur slowly, the traditional Khechak added. Don't know. But there's the known word, what I, what I said recently, yeah, somewhere, where the Pshischa, the, yeah, the, the, the Yehudim Pshischa said, why, yes, why is the Al set up with the Olive Bays? He says, why is it set up with the Alabes? We say the Aleph twice and the base twice and the Alchets. It's the order of the Alabes. <laughs> See, this Andeshvot became a ending. Nebach. We would never end. We wouldn't know how to end or where to end. There's so many Alchets, Nebach, yeah? So we set it up in an order of Alabes. Lechesed, Letoivah, Letoivah, Zanisrol, that it should end at some point. Okay, we're going on. 
So, uh, so that's the pshat of Alchesh Chachamim Yisrael. So basically, that's the Rikuda. That's why that's the chet of of of, uh, of the Eitzadas in this chet of Adam Arishin. And the the, the Yavetz goes on to say, I'm sorry, the Rabbi Chover himself says somewhere in uh, Ba'arucha. He says he speaks Ba'arucha. The difference between that's in Merunavuchim and his commentary on Merunavuchim. The difference between how it was in general. This is speaking about specifically about Adam Arishin. But he says in the in the in the general uh, atmosphere, so to speak, in the world before the Mabel, before the sin of the Mabel, right? Mm-hmm. What was the main cause of the sin of the Mabel, and why Dafka after the Mabel? In other words, it was a, a, a digression, and everything what like seems to seem to have a total overhaul. And that's where the model came, etc., etc. In other words, people were living a little less, uh, shorter span of time. Uh, it, he says, he says as follows. He says, because before the sins of the, those who sinned, the cheta, the derhamabul, before the derhamabul, everything was more or less serene, pristine, right? The way it was, mitzvah kodesh baruchu. They were individual sins, etc., etc., etc. So therefore, nothing was, so to speak, adulterated. Everything was pure and healthy. The, the vegetation was pure and healthy. The air was pure. Everything was gevaldi. That's why people lived longer, etc. The Rambam says this in Merunavucham. I mean, the Rabbi Chover Goyen explains this based on the Merunavucham of the Rambam, etc. By the Deramabel, the sins of the Deramabel caused. He says the sins of the Deramabel caused. Oh, and he says, if any, he says, the Yetzirah really didn't have a Shlita before the sins of the Durhamabal. Because there were limited amount of sins. And if there was sin, the sin was that they incited their own Yetzirah. The Rogachara says that about the sins before the generation of the Mabal. In other words, like he's alluding to what he himself explains in relation to Adam Arishan. In other words, normally, under normal circumstances, if you wouldn't have incited your Yitzhar based on the natural trend of things, flow of things, it wouldn't, everything would have been normal and healthy. What, the problem with the Daramabal was because they were indulgent in their sins. And they went on to incite their Yitzhar on an ongoing basis, even for things which weren't human, uh, regular, usual, etc. So they basically caused a pollution in everything, in the air, in their minds, in their hearts, etc., 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 and also in the vegetation, etc. It caused the whole ma'apech in the whole world. It affected the world in, in, in its spiritual sense, in the physical sense, etc., because of the sin. The ma- 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 that's why HaKadosh Baruch says at the end of the Mabel, the reason why I'm not going to punish you any longer, Urov. What does that mean? In other words, originally, you weren't, you really, it, it wasn't something inherent of the person to sin. If he sinned, it was something he had to incite the Yetzirah to get him to sin. Right? Because he was already above and beyond that. He was removed from that. But once after there was, the, the, there was an abundance of sin by the Duramabul, so that affected the world in such a way that already Minurov, unfortunately, when the child was born, Mishaninar, Mimeimoi, that the human being, the right, the, the human uh, uh, psyche, or whatever, everything was so affected from the sin that they were already born with that uh, feeling and, and, and tendency to sin, etc. That's where Hashem says, therefore, I'll be lenient on you because you're, it's never part of you now due to the Durhamabal. That's where he elaborates Merunavuchim further on. Okay, and then he brings just another Gemara just to explain the, the Nekudah of Tchilas B'Pshiyah B'Oynes. This is a known Gemara which we once mentioned also in Tzadigimel in Mesechel B'Metziyah. The Mishnah says there, right, that if a shepherd is looking after a flock, 
the din is that if uh, there's an unusual uh, occurrence which he can't, it's beyond his control and the, the flock is, is affected, so then he's exempt. The shepherd is exempt. Says the Gemara is an example of bandits come or wild beasts come, etc. And the Mishnah says, right, the list in Bazuian or whatever. Then the Mishnah goes on and says, but when does that apply? Only where the shepherd didn't take his flock to the place of the bandits and to the place of the, of the, of the, of the wild beasts. So then, why? Because then he's not an onus, even though he's an onus, right? It's beyond him. It's something he can't control, but you caused it. And then the Gemara goes on and brings a beautiful case where Abaya and Rava are discussing, and Abaya asks Rava, what would be in a case where a shepherd meets a bandit, and he says, tells the bandit, hey, you know, you're taka, you're, you're, you're a lousy ganif. You're no good, Nick. He says, you're no good. And Rashi, Bama, she spends it. He says to him, Rashi says. You, you, you taught that to us before. When did we learn that before? Look how he remembers. Givaldi. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, could be, I don't think if it was this year. Maybe it was, it wasn't. Whatever, Nick. Right? And he says it to him. And what does he cause? And he, 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 he in, in, entices him. Right? And he raises him on. And he says, you know, we have a big flock over there. But we have fellows with slingshots. So many and so many uh, men protecting them, so many so many dogs protecting them, etc., etc. You know, don't look for trouble. And he basically enrages him, and he gets the Ganav to go, the bandit to go there. So he didn't go into the place of the bandit, says the Gemara, says Rova to Abaye, yes, he is Chayev. And the Rogatory explains why is he Chayev, based on what the Gemara, why is he Chayev, even though he didn't go to the place of the bandit, but he did something. He enticed the Ganav to come to him, right? He raped on the Ganav. So that's what brought the Ganav to him. So therefore, that says the Rogachov, that's Chilosoy Bibshi, even though it's Sefer Boinus, right? When the Ganav comes to you, it's an onus. But you are the cause. You enticed the Ganav to come to you. So then you had. That's precisely what happened with other Mauritian, because he enticed the Yitzhahora to incite the Yitzhahora to get him, to, to, to get him. So therefore, even though at the end he ends up being caught up in this deadly situation, nevertheless, and has to eat, and it's above, the, beyond him, and he must, nevertheless, because he's the cause, Derach Agav, there is such a word also I saw in the Sefer Klechemde for Rabneir Don Plotsky from Dvort, where he brings from the Midberg Demis from the Chidah B'Shem HaArizal. That really, when uh, this is uh, just going off, or just to, just to bring to your attention, where it seems we have five minutes, I'm going to finish. I'm sorry, I thought I was going to, there's going to be enough time to say something in Pasha Snoyach. Okay, but Mir Hashem, Wednesday. You're all welcome to come Wednesday. Good. Uh, just, uh, just, uh, just to bring to your attention that is uh, interesting, other Achrayim also approached it in this manner, in a different, uh, uh, just in a different, from a different perspective. Yeah. And this is in Midberg, Demis from the Chido, he brings B'Shem HaRizal. That when, uh, when uh, Chava gives other Marishon to eat, he doesn't know it's from the Eitz and relies on her. That's what it says, B'Shem HaRizal. So he eats it B'Shoigig, right? He does it unwillingly, without, un- you know, un- 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 without knowledge, without knowing. He doesn't do it deliberately. But once he eats it, his appetite is built up and he already eats it B'Mezid, becomes aware and he eats it B'Mezid. But then he's an honest. Then he's an honest. So the Klechende asks, what's going on here? If he's an onus, why is he regarded as if he sinned? She initially gave it to him, he didn't know about it. His Yetzirah starts working on him while he's eating it, so he's an onus. Says the, the Klechende, the whole sin came about how? Because they added, boy, right? Like the Rashi says, right? And all the Mephorshim explained, really Hashem says, don't eat. But because they initially said, they told the Nochash, who said it, he said it, she said it, whatever, you have to look at the Rashi and the Farshim. Yeah, she said, yeah, don't touch it. So that's what, so that proved to the Nochash, ah, look, you'll touch it, you won't die, so if you'll eat it, you won't die. So the Mela, 
She caused, she was the trilot, that's the trilosic bepshir. In other words, if she wouldn't have touched, if there, were like, there was no like single boy mentioned, right? So then, for other Mauritian, everything would have been kosher, right? It was a shoigeg, and then once he eats it, there's no one's going in. But really, what triggered everything to go wrong was that additional thing of don't touch. So it was Seder, he doesn't say anything. He talks, I'm just saying that the Kutus had worried. So there was a trilosal bepshi of the Sefer Bonus. She negligently added something without any permission. Because that was a negligent thing, she did it on her, on her, own, on her own accord. So therefore, even though at the end, it's something beyond her and something beyond control. Nevertheless, there is a chiyuv of tchilas v'b'shiv v'sefer b'nei. So he already uh, introduces and, 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 and uh, applies the concept of tchilas v'b'shiv in a different, from a different point of view. But with this we end because we're going to go daven. So l'chaim v'levrocha, welcome to the new, sh- to the first shir in, in the weekday of Tov Shana and Gimel. Unacham v'lzayin for Aliyah's neshama, for Rabbi Moshe Yankee, for Rabbi Mort Chedoiv, Amelitsiyesha, for... Zan Mishpocha and Zan Kinder Lachaim Velavrocha. Shir is on and ne- on a Wednesday uh, at after Minchan. Shir, my, my, my clock's got shir. Is that when you say eats?